Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Today's podcast is called Who the Fuck is Tony McAlevey? <laughs> everybody, uh, everybody is uh, saying us, you know, we should talk a wee bit more about ourselves and you need to get to- Tony to stop talking about plumbing and sinks and just also whatever antidotes or whatever the fuck they're called uh tony fucking brings up about the fitness industry i'm sure he's going to bring up a few today normally normally always revolves around the the plumbing industry but yeah so today's topic (laughs) we're going to jump in we're going to talk we're going to we're going to find out the real tony mcleavy what makes him tick you know what does he eat on his down days what's his cheat meals you know how does he get people in and and see and shape and why he doesn't train legs himself, which is the question I want to know. <laughs> Just stop fucking spreading that. People are starting to think my legs look smaller than they actually are now because you keep saying that. It's the most annoying thing ever. Because somebody messaged me the week and goes, fuck your legs, do look a wee bit smaller from lockdown. I was like, could you fuck off? I was like, they're not getting smaller. So, no, look, the first thing I would say is whenever, I didn't even know that's what, like, all this is not scripted, so I didn't even know what this sort of podcast name was going to be there. But see the fact that it was like, who the fuck is Tony McAleep? Like, I still don't fully know myself. Do you know what I mean? You're still sort of fighting it day by day. I've got a rough idea, but it's, it's figuring out what makes me tech probably is what you're more interested in. So we'll, we'll dive in here and you can, you can just ask me. So I think Mickey's going to go with just, you're going to just start popping random questions at me that you don't even know, and we'll just see where this this takes us. So I'm a wee bit nervous. None, preferably none of my sex life. My missus will go fucking nuts. No, no, we'll keep it. We'll keep it pretty PC because I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure iTunes are just looking at another excuse to kick us off. <laughs> I was going to say. Plus, if it was about my sex life, it'd be pretty fucking short. <laughs> it'd be pretty boring. So, Tony, <laughs> why did you choose? Of all things, I'm sure you've answered this question before. PTs, in general, in, in most people's opinion, most people's eyes, it's a gym-based job, or it's a physical-based job. What made you go, nah, I'm I'm an online coach? What made you just decide from the off to choose the online and, and versus the mix and match or versus the, the physical gym? trainer yeah i think it's just a case of whenever i started i started coaching whenever i was in like first year of uni uh, i always sort of leaned towards the fact of i didn't like ever meeting somebody for a training session myself like i always i don't mind training with somebody but i always hated the idea that you have to be somewhere at a specific time all the time like i hated that will work i hated that. so i always thought you know what if i make a job and i have to be there for 9 a.m. every Tuesday to see the same part. It, it just won't give me the fulfillment I want. And I think the reason I went online is because long-term, whenever you think of scale, you think of where you can bring a business. There's only so many people you can meet in the gym. And for people that are doing PT, they'll know, right, 
you do one to one PT, that's all good. Then once they get booked out one to one, they go to two to one, then they go to three to one. And then some people go to four to one. But the problem is the quality slightly starts to dilute as much as people don't like to think that. Um, I sort of thought about it long ago that like online, if you have the right systems, you can scale a wee bit better. And there is that sense of freedom. And I just thought long term, that's always what I would rather go down the route of i didn't like the, like if you if, if you've seen me in the gym i am a complete fucking meathead so me shouting at a 40 year old mom to do five more reps in the leg press when she's already screaming isn't going to be an ideal pt you know so i think i would end up being niched down too much whereas online i can play it at both sides whereas when i'm in the gym i'm very very much like if there's more reps in the tank for you there fucking's more reps and you're going to get them and i'm very much like that so i don't th- i don't know where that would have went down the best yeah you're very much I found when I trained with you you very much instilled that you have to be honest with yourself if you're saying you know I want you to empty the tank on the Tabata's training you have to empty the tank you know you're putting it you're putting the onus and the, the responsibility on the client rather than you know you, as you said you, you like everything you get you get out of it what you put in it and I always found well you're because you were the first person online like that i actually trained with i've never i didn't know how it would ever work because I, my problem would always have been i'll always try to find the easy way out in general in life you, you know you want to get the best bang for your buck so i was always hesitant um in training online with someone because i was like oh i can cheat this guy easy soon realized that i couldn't when you started hounding me for pictures on sunday mornings and fucking weigh-ins and measurements and giving out about my sleep Knowing that I might have had a cheat meal during the week, um, using your <laughs> using your like detective skills, going, oh, what did you uh, what did you eat last night? <laughs> See, I think it's hard for me to explain how online coaching works in a way because yeah. most people be like, oh, you get customized nutrition, you get customized training, but the first thing I just say to people is, you get me, and yeah. if that if that requires, like for example, I had a client there and he was like, look, I struggle with meals, I struggle with cooking. And the first thing I said then was like, I was like, right, I want a picture of every meal for the next week. Now that's him. He's only started. And yes, that will be a wee bit annoying, but you talk about getting results. He's going to get them now. And it's a case of, I don't just go, right, you're getting macros, you're getting this, you're getting that. It comes down to what you actually need. Some people need very little. They just need direction. Some people need literally you to be on them like a fucking rash. And if that's what's needed, that's what's needed. And I think I like what you said there. It's, the reason you sign it with me isn't because I've got the fanciest systems or that. It's two main things. It's personality. You know I'm actually committed to getting your result. And two, I can actually get you a fucking result. Yeah. So if I tell you something, you, you're not going, oh, if I do this Tabata and I do it at 90%, I'll probably get a decent result. I'm just going to you. Look, if you don't put in 100%, don't bother even fucking going. There's no point in doing that. We'll do something else. We can we can work around that. Not everybody can train ridiculously hard for short periods. Some people are better doing like medium long blocks, whereas if you can do short term, we'll build that around you just like you are. And as you said, like I'll hound you for sleep, for stress, for uh, I've coaches on with me and I hound them for their finance figures. Like every month I'll be like, you're right. What'd you make this month versus last month? And if it's not going up, the first thing I'll be going is right. Well, why the fuck's that not going up? Do you want know? It's a case of, it's not a case of me being an arsehole. It's me just pushing for progress. And if I push you to be 100% and you come in at 90%, that's fucking unreal. Cause you probably would have only done 30% before that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh- it's it, it i i always think me going back to when my short lived career as a pt at la fitness um i hated training people i used to train 
I had like I didn't have many clients like to be honest I had five or six didn't put any effort into um, but my five or six clients four of them were no three of them were pretty pretty well known BBC people and I never met a bunch of lazier fuckers in my life and they came to me on a Monday a Wednesday and a Friday and as the week went on they treat they, they their output was less and you, they were the sort of people that because in their life they've achieved a lot of good things you couldn't talk to them you could they wouldn't listen to you they came to you they came to me i don't even know why they picked me came to me because they uh they wanted to feel good about like eating ahead of themselves all weekend long and drinking ahead of themselves and then on the monday they felt bad about it. they trained like fuck on wednesday they did a bit not too much you know getting close to the weekend on a friday they literally did fuck all they didn't want to put in any effort and that's what I kind of that's what kind of soured it for me was training with people had, and that's why I think what you have you have you've uh, I think you've solved the you know you you've you've broke the code you know you online wise you make people be accountable to themselves give them the tools you know the ones you have to push a wee bit more you know the ones you might have to give a lot more time and effort into the reassurance to ask, to ask them probing questions that you know that they kind of need to answer but they're never going to be forthcoming so I think that's, I, that was one of the things that I thought was one of your strong points was yeah. you, you could look at someone's results a weekly kind of uh, you know the weekly the, the stats and you go right something not quite right this week and straight away you go how's been sleeping no you've put down a 8.8 here but how's it really been you know, how many hours of sleep did you get last night yeah i i think that's down to like actually knowing the person like knowing like actually giving a fuck like first thing i would have done whenever you came over toxic is right right profession dj right what's what's probably going to be the main issue here sleep stress struggles with time probably not going to be used to training like normal hours joe sleep clock off so the thing is that's the things i'm going to hound the most because i need to keep them in some sort of shape rather than let them go the other side and as you said i think whatever people buy into my coaching yes they're buying in for a result but People don't buy products. They, they buy people. Yeah. Like, for example, when somebody buys, uh, like, for example, when I bought this black hat that I have in my office here, the reason I bought that isn't because it's a nice black hat. I bought it because it's got a fucking the Michael Jordan symbol on it. I thought that looked awesome. So I'm buying into him. Do you want what he's... Yeah. As much as I don't think that, you're buying into that. And people will notice that. Like, if you look around now, people are all replicating, like, basketball clothing and all because it's buying into people. It's the exact same reason why Nike get, like, fucking big stars to do the adverts. It's people want that certain person and that, that is it people buy people to buy personalities to buy what they resonate with and they know if somebody actually gives a fuck and i feel like that's probably the one thing that i actually have over a lot of coaches and that's not maybe on our show it's the case of a lot of people get in the industry and i even get messages all the time about money and stuff and people are joining for the wrong reasons rather than the actual i like see whenever i get a before and after yeah. it's like a fucking coming up on a drug for me i fucking love it it's yeah. unreal it's the best thing ever whenever i get a before and after and i'm going look at the fucking shape you're in now look at the, this is fucking unreal i can't wait to post this and i get fucking buzzing uh, up with tits uh, you'd, be, like a, you'd be saying to me like oh wait do you see the one coming up in two weeks wait do you see this one coming up in two weeks this is gonna be a fucking this is a game changer this boy's putting so much effort into this it's, yeah exactly it's just i fucking buzz of it because i like whatever i first started training that's the main reason is because like 
I would have fucking killed for a result like that in 12, 20 weeks. I would have fucking, I would have literally shot somebody. Like, whereas yeah. I done the same as you. Like, I done all the stupid stuff. I done the keto. I done the, the starve yourself. I done the train like fuck seven days a week for months on end. And I end up looking the same bench and 50 kilos for about fucking three years. So it, yeah. it's just, for, I just love the fact that I get to, I get to cut the bullshit and I get to get you a result. And there's no, oh, is this the right way? Because I'm going, look, Yes, there's a hundred ways to skin a cat, but this will get you from A to B the quickest, and I can guarantee you because I'm one of the best coaches about. And it's not thinking I'm some sort of messiah or guru because I'm fucking not. Everybody's got their own approach, but it's just that sort of tweak. It's a wee bit, it's a wee bit of an odd one. It's a wee bit of a rabbit hole went down there. Yeah, but it's it's true. I think it, people, as you said, people need to, you know, people, you know, you get a lot of people price checking you. We'll not go into that, but people price check and then yeah. they're like, oh, you're a wee bit dear, but then you're like, well, you're fucking health. What can you, you know, if you go on to Deliveroo, you wouldn't know what Deliveroo is. It's a thing we have in the city, Tony. Right? It's a, you know, it drinks your food to your door. <laughs> you wouldn't understand it, but you're chatting 20 quid. Like, see the normal, normal run-of-the-mill food. See by the time you add in all the extras and the fucking delivery, you're chatting 15 to 20 quid. People do that twice a week. If, if even maybe more, so you're chatting forty pounds a week almost, and like people don't realize that that's well, it's nice food and all, but it's having a negative effect. If you invested that food, that money into your healthy lifestyle, you're ready. Like you know, you're well, you're well on the way of a good investment. People see it as oh, that's expensive, but they don't see it, they don't see it as the investment of what it is. Well. Most people don't see it as investment. There is a lot of smarter people out there that goes, you know what? I can spend forty pound a month on a gym membership and go in myself, never see results. Five, six years later, never see a fucking result because yeah, you know how to use the machines. And yeah, you, you you go into the gym straight away. I, I can always tell people to walk into the gym and the for, if they go straight to a certain machine, I'll go, That person hasn't a fucking notion. Like just walks into the gym straight away, bounces on to the fucking uh, tricep pull downs. You're just like, nah, hasn't a clue, hasn't not a notion. <laughs> he's just grabbed the first empty machine he's seen and said, right, let's get these arms pumped, boys. And you're just like, he has no direction. He's and and if I was a PT in the gym, I would be going right, even though you always hate the sales PTs. That's the boy that I hit first. And go, what, what are you training today? Like, oh, I'm training arms. All right, so. You, are you pre-fatiguing your, your triceps? What's that? And then straight away, you're like, right, there you are. Mom, mom, we'll take you for a wee session. I've got I've got a free 20 minutes here. We'll we'll bang you around a couple of fucking... And that's where I would always... Oh, thought, you know, if you're going to invest the £40 in the gym, you may as well invest that slightly bit more and either get a coach or get someone, one, you're accountable to, and another, that they'll give you direction and yeah. keep, you, keep you going in that direction rather than... You know, me and you have sat down and we have scheduled fucking six, seven, eight months in advance of going here, I'm going to be in Ibiza for this pretty much this whole month. So we need to pick up after that. But during the time in Ibiza, needed, we need to kind of you know, keep things slightly on track. But it's going to be hard because there's a lot of flights and a lot of partying. A lot of drinking, a lot of eating. And yeah, that's where you that. help me plan around that. Whereas another coach would be like, no, no, we'll just pick it up with the afterwards. No, don't worry about that fucking... Yeah. You know, Life goes on. It's not. It's not like a. Yours is a lifestyle. You know, it's everyday life. It's how you live your life. It's not. 
this is what I'm going to do for 12 weeks and then stop. It's not yeah. like a, an extreme body transformation, even though like the results are extreme, but it's a whole new way of looking at things because I found your plans weren't that hard to follow it's because there's nothing like there's nothing like stupid in it. Like it's it's just doing stuff and they're doing stuff right. There's nothing like you no know, crazy shit going on. Oh, fucking, you have to eat this amount of you know you can't eat carbs of this meal and we're gonna eat double carbs of this meal and we're gonna fucking can't eat past seven o'clock and you know you have to eat all these supplements. Like there's fucking a big list of supplements you have to take. And you're whereas you're more like no, if we can't get it from the food, you know what's the point? Yeah, no, uh, Joe, I think it's a really good point there. And um, before we go on to like the thing, is that I think the investment thing and the expense thing, I think that's predisposition in people. Like, people just assume that like a PT should cost, like, whatever you say, right? How much is a one to one session of a PT? Think average. The first number that comes to your mind is 20 quid. Yeah. So it's, it's always in around 20 quid. It's, and if somebody's to charge 10 pounds, they're too cheap. If somebody charges 50 quid, they're too dear. But the thing is, you don't look at a pair of shoes and go, Oh, they're a hundred pounds for a pair of Nikes. They're too dear. That's just what Nike is now. They're just dear shoes. But the thing is, they're not dear. They're just Nikes. Yeah. It's a predisposition, and that's a belief that people build in themselves that they're not. And the first thing I think of whenever somebody isn't willing to invest, and it's it's a case of I always call my coaching investment because it'll pay you back dividends over time. But it's the same as anything like that. Like it's like whenever I look at like a, my mentor courses or a psychology course, I don't think right. Fuck, is this going to pay me back? The first thing I think is right. That's an investment. That doesn't count as an expense because that's building me. So, like, in the first three months of this year, I spent, I think, like, nine or ten grand on, like, investment courses. Like, not, like, stocks and shares, but, like, in terms of, like, business courses, psychology courses. I just planned out in January. I was like, look, do you know what? I'm going to spend, like, the whole fucking whack of my year learning as much as possible. Saved up a good bit of money last year. Pumped it in straight the bat. And the thing was, I went to one course. And no joke, it was it was it was what I would have called expensive at the time, like a couple of grand, and it was only two days. And the thing was, I was like, Joe, you know what? That was worth every fucking penny because the thing is, if I didn't pay that money, I wouldn't have taken it as serious. It's like if you pay a coach two hundred pound for a plan versus four hundred pound, you're gonna take the four hundred pound one more serious. It's the same as any investment. The more you put in, the more you're gonna you're gonna work. And I think people have this real thing about. They're, they're money scared but then as you said the spunk money on shit on absolute muck and I would have been a culprit for this like especially when I was in uni I would have bought random shit I would have bought loads of food out and the thing is you're, you're cutting yourself short in what actually really matters and I think that's where people get money stressed because they're not actually the best way to save money is the best way to save money is actually just take a look at what you're spending and I think whenever you don't invest in yourself, it shows that you're not willing to back yourself. Like, see, I'm I'm looking at like coaches now. Um, whenever I'm looking at like coaches, I would move to or whatever. Uh, the first thing I think is is not price. It's just who do I want? Doesn't matter what they are. I will save up if it takes me six months to save. If it takes me years. Doesn't matter. That's the person I want. That's who I want to coach me, mentor, business, psychology. Doesn't matter. That's who because if I shortchange myself. I'm actually shortchanging myself. Like I'm proper. Like that just shows you're not willing to invest in yourself. Like it shows you're not willing to back yourself. And if you can't back yourself, then you may as well just fucking say goodbye now. Do you know that's never going to happen. Yeah. Oh, hundred uh, percent. You no, know, you you have to make the commitment in yourself before you expect to see any sort of results. And you expect uh, if if you expect a coach to get you results without you being committed, 
you're just going down a fucking sorry path and that's where you probably will see people go oh I didn't get results when I was with him clearly you didn't do what you were told like if you're if you did what you were told by by every coach anybody's ever went to you'll always get a result as, as long as they're not a con man like yeah people, no 100 as you said if you go to the 10 pound pt or you go to the boot camp that costs you three quid you know it's not a it's not a significant investment where you go fuck i have to get my money's worth no ex- exactly whenever you buy a nice pair of shoes you buy a 200 if you bought a 200 pair, pair of i don't know air force ones and they were fresh as fucking they're white and you stood in dog shit and they were racked would you not be you, you you would be more emotional you'd be more attached than whereas if you spent two pound on a pair of plimsolls from fucking pre-mark and then stood in dog shit you just fucked them in the bin oh i fuck i'd fuck them back at pre-mark through the front door <laughs> so tony you went from fireman full-time fire well student student coach full-time fireman stroke coach and now you're a full-time coach because business just escalated so much escalated to the point where you had to cut off taking on new clients then you hit your ceiling then you push past your ceiling and now you've hit full capacity again almost um well you probably have had full capacity i'm shouting at you that there's no such thing but that's the story for another day um and now the tony McAlevey academy is launched yeah, i'm not yes. actually i'm actually not sure myself what it is um but I'm sure you're going to explain to me now. Yeah, I'll give you a rundown. To be honest, it's something where I'm actually, it's not making it as a goal, but it's one of these things where I don't have like a program. And so like I have my one-to-one coaching, but because it's so, I sort of always call it, now what I'm doing is I'm calling my one-to-one coaching. It's like my inner circle. Like if you want in there, you're going to be with me on a one-to-one basis. I'm going to be all over you like a rash. You're going to need a lot of, you're going to need a lot of attention. Not that you're going to need a lot of attention. I'm going to give you a lot of attention. You're going to get a very, very, very personalized approach. We're talking here. Anything you need from finance, mindset, whatever it is. Not that I fucking know anything, but a case of I can help in certain areas better than some people. And some that is a great thing. But the academy is more so because my one-to-one's filling up and the spots are becoming more exclusive, the the academy is more of an affordable and accessible option for anybody who wants it. Like, so for example, it's more about if you've been on what, say for example, you've been on one-to-one before and you're like, look, Tony, to be honest, I don't probably need one-to-one now. I probably just need a uh, training, nutrition. I need accountability, but I don't need you to be fucking up my arse like a fucking bluebird. Do you know what I mean? Like straight up it. So a case of uh, it's the best way to explain it is you would get customized training, customized nutrition. You get a Facebook group there's about 30 of us in it uh but we're talking here it's not people posting shit there's like right post your goals for the week people are posting goals and then i'm writing them like four days later going right well is this been ticked off has this been done has this been done and the thing is see group accountability people don't like it but it fucking works wonders and then you also get to check in with me every two weeks it's just more of a uh it's and we work off macros. It's it's the exact same as coaching on a one on one basis, except it's just done with a check in every two weeks, and it's it's still got personalized training, personalized nutrition. But the thing is, the academy is more about like a steady increase, and it's not like do you know where people come on they expect twelve yeah. weeks to fix everything. The academy is more of like a sustainable approach for people that have tried blocks like that before and they're not really loving it. The academy is a cheaper option, so it doesn't feel as mad. And the thing is, as well, a lot of people maybe struggle to afford me on a one-to-one basis. So the first thing that I would say is, like, 
whenever I think about this, I always think of people I care about. And I think, right, well, what's their wage like? And I think, right, would that person be able to afford me if they have kids, they have this and that? And the thing is, some people generally can't, but I still want to help them because the thing is, if they go to a shit PT, they're gonna it's gonna build the industry and it's gonna make everything seem like it's con men and people don't know what they're at. Whereas I can still help them people for the same money that that PT does better. Yeah. As long as it doesn't, I, I just, just have to manage my energy. And just as you said there, I feel like scale is something that's so, so important. And as you said, I hit my ceiling there last November. Then I hit my, re recalibrated the business, hit my ceiling again in January. And then I hit my ceiling again there two weeks ago where I'm booked out for like at least three or four months, one-to-one. And then that's why I've had to create that option because it's a it's not a bottleneck but there is only one of me and i'm not ever going to hire somebody to do my one-to-one coaching for me that is where i what i love so the thing is it's just a matter of managing my energy and managing what's where the academy is a bit of a different option but if anybody is listening to this and they ever want involved they want to chat about it, just pop me a message it's a bit more of a relaxed approach i've got the male one up and running the female one's about to launch but the thing is it's, it's a customized sort of course where like I put in a training last night, made it in the spot, uh, made it on whiteboard last night for the group. It was on emotional intelligence. So like, in other words, like not to get caught up in your emotions, how to thought process. So it's just what people are struggling with. And I'm actually just making it as I go, just like I would on a one-to-one basis. But the thing is, some people aren't forthcoming with their personal lives. Whereas I could post something like that and then somebody will watch that and go, fuck, that is actually just what I need right now. Yeah. So that relates to me. And the thing is, it's nice because somebody else has asked the question for you. And the boys in the group are a laugh. The one we have, like, it's good crack. There's going to be events and everything. So it's going to be, like, more so. Do you know, like, James Smith is the academy? I'm planning, say, on, like... Are you paying James Smith royalties for his ideas? Or should I... In my... Fuck. Should I... Do it. Should I give him a shout here on Instagram and say, here, you need to check out those Tony Ugly boy. Say no, hon. Say no, hon. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't want it to be like, do you know what? Like, nah. if you sign up to James Smith's Academy, you get a coach. You don't get him. No, nah, you don't get him, though. No, I'm not I'm not doing that. It has to be me. That's why I'm so, so keen on. Whereas, like, that's why I'll delegate smaller tasks out to other people and stuff. And yeah. I'll not do my own graphic design. I'll focus on coaching and what I'm good at. But it's just something different. Like, as you said there, I think it's a good point to show that, like, my coaching's obviously going well. There's very few coaches that could turn around and go, uh, I could probably, like right now, I can close my books for the year and we're only just in the first week of June. I could close my books for the year happily and easily sit where I am, no stress, good money, relax. But it's always just pushing for that wee bit more and just making sure that if you're not chasing growth, you're probably shrinking. That's that's exactly what it is. And that's exactly what I've been saying to you over these last few weeks. Yeah, because you would have been pushing me because I would have been like, look, I'm comfortable, I'm happy, I'm pushing hard. But I've always sort of been nervous about launching like an academy or anything like that. But the thing is, if it doesn't, if, if I don't like it long-term, I don't have to continue doing it. But to be honest, like we have people in four or five weeks, like we have men in there now for six weeks is how long it's running. And like two guys have lost two stone. Loads of people are losing stones, but two stone in six weeks is fucking mental for, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's a community aspect. I think a lot of people overlook. I think that's the reason things like CrossFit was so popular because it i hate you well i don't hate using the word but i'd hate using it for your thing but it's like the cult kind of scenario you're in a group of people you know they believe in the product and they believe there's nothing else like it and i think that's where the crossfit community got so strong especially like yeah all of a sudden and then it's same as like i'm sure james smith's people are the same and the and the people in your your group they have this bond that um, you're in it together and you all pretty much have the same sort of kind of goals the core goals and 
you probably find in communities like that that when the community builds and builds and builds, they starts to become community leaders. There's leaders within the group that will kind of go. Somebody asks a question that maybe you 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 know it takes a while to respond. Somebody else might give them a response in the in the meantime and say here, you know what Tony, what did you mean by this? And somebody else will bounce on and go, oh, this is what he means. You know, you have to. You know, if if it's whatever, something to do with training, there's people in the group that'll take on leadership roles and go here. No, Tony means it. Do it like this here, because I've noticed that I'm in a couple of groups online on Facebook, and the the community spirit in them is unbelievable. And I think that's where together, and they're happy when other people get results, and then that drives them on to get results. Yep, I I feel like uh, there's there's two sort of groups that go about like there's group coaching where people are just shoving people in like fucking cattle like they're literally just driving them in to get numbers in and they're they're going for like a high volume low priced option and that's like twenty pound a month you'll see this where they've got WhatsApp groups and all this but like that's not systemized whereas like I have a, a limit on the academy too so I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do when I hit that but a case of like as you said there it's 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 about community and getting that and people think that, that that is such an underrated thing like bodybuilding like sort of built in shape getting in shape you want i always call it bodybuilding but it is technically that like it's physique training and like a uh, it can be a wee bit sort of like oh you just do everything yourself and if you go to a crossfit class or something the crack's fucking great like it's a laugh so the thing is if you can bring that to our sort of training you'll look better no offense to anybody that does CrossFit, then if you do CrossFit, because it's it's going to be based solely around looking well. But the thing is, we throw in step challenges. We throw, we're going to throw in nights out. We're going to throw in like hell and backs. Joe, it, it's going to yeah. be a completely different. And the thing is, that'll add that. And I think that's where a lot of people are missing with it. Whenever it comes to like the gym, there's no crack. Like there's no vibe. And it's, it can be hard for meatheads to sort of, or even like lasses to find another lass to go train with. Like my missus, I know rightly would really struggle to find another female to go train with that would train as often as her committed, go on that split. Whereas if she was in an academy of 30 other females and rolling going, who wants a leg workout? You're going to get fucking 20 people going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then it it builds your, your social square and your network full of people that are actually trying to positively change rather than be surrounded by people that are turning around you and being like, I don't really think that's a good idea. I think that's too much. I think, this is stupid. I think that, and it's just like, they're, they're negative and you'll get that. Like, it's the way like my, my parents would have been at the start of my, my coaching and stuff. It would have been a case of like, yeah, do that if you want, like, but it'll never really turn into anything. Joe, like a case of like, uh, jokes with a jag. Now they weren't like that in badness. It's just pre-built into them over time. It's yeah. the same as like, it's the same as like other people to be like, oh, well, yeah, you're a decent PT, but such and such is doing that. Or like whenever you're starting DJ and people were probably saying like, ah, oh, that's a hobby. Yeah. Well, still do. Still do. Yeah, and speaking of that, I'm actually going to be honest with you. I listened to that new tune of yours, and compared to the rest of the garbage you usually put out, that was actually a fucking belter. <laughs> Anybody that's listening, tune in. To, it's called Inside. It's actually fucking very good. Because I was like, see if this is mocking, I have to lie to you again and say this is a good tune. And <laughs> I got a share out of it. Fucking getting a share out of Tony McLeavy. Jesus Christ. And then uh, me and mum are there's a wee saxophone solo in front of me that's listening. And me and mum we're gonna do a wee fucking TikTok tech and go. Dee, dee, dee. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no fuck. Speaking of that, very very fucking good. I was fucking like this is absolute anthem, that. And that's not me blowing smoke up your arse because uh, anybody that's listened to the ones before this, I will not turn like you will not have heard me turn around and go fuck. That was a crack of tune you released because Maggie's been banging my. T- <laughs> I said not until this one where I'm like oh. Uh, no, no, it's, uh, I'm happy with it. It's 
it's rarely I'm rarely happy with music that I make myself for some reason. But I'm happy with this one and then the next two coming after this one is good too, so should be good first radio play Friday night there with Hicks, so shout out to Hicks for supporting. Um yeah, and finally Tony Just to give people an idea of your drive, what's next? I know you've probably spoke to it with Phil or one of the boys. Um, so you're you're hitting your ceilings, you're hitting your goals, you're surpassing your goals. Where do you where do you see this going? Uh, say in the next five years. Yeah, no problem. I think whenever you look at like to look where you're gonna go in the next five years, you have to also look back. Like you said, like I was a student, I was a full time lifeguard, I was a full time beach lifeguard, then I was a firefighter. Now I'm an online coach. So like the thing is in five years, I might not even be coaching. Like, and I just have to accept that it's a case of if you get attached to a role or this is your identity. And that's the one thing I've really learned. You stop yourself from growing so quickly. Like I was so identified with being a firefighter and being that community pillar that it actually stopped me from making a transition to what I really wanted in my life. So as much as I'm moving through coaching and I love it, and I feel like I will be doing this for a long time period. I still have to be ready for a step towards if, I become a full-time business mentor or I become some sort of different role or whatever I give it do so it's not, not saying I'm going to give up coaching but a case of I definitely see myself coaching long term into the next five years but down the line I honestly don't know and I think that's probably one of the main reasons why I made the leap because I love the idea that in 10 years I could be making a living off fucking I was going to say selling yogurts. I don't know why that came to mind. I, plumbing came to mind there. I was going to say, I was I'm like, surprised fucking it's not all fixing sinks or put, <laughs> putting in baths or in urine or something. But uh, in the next five years, like I, like I have sort of, I think anybody who plans like an exact goal for five years is literally just fucking throwing darts at a dartboard and yeah. hoping with, their, with a blindfold on. I feel like if, as long as you have a rough vision of what you want. So like yeah. I have on my, my my board here, like my whiteboard, like I have in the next year, uh, last year I took fuck all time off. This year it's all about taking at least one to two days off a week. Next year it's going to be about three days off, four days on and making sure that my income still rises. But it's going to be about for me slowly. And this is just me being straight. Like you'll see it if you watch me my family's getting more and more involved in my Instagram. You'll yeah. see it from yes. You'll see that video yesterday. It's Friday then. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you'll see that that's such a big part of me and that I'm trying to incorporate all areas of my life into one thing where I actually enjoy. So like if, if I really enjoy my family and you don't enjoy it, then you can unfollow me the fuck and you don't have to invest in my business. And it's the same way, everything like that. But I feel like long term, like if you were to turn around to me and go, where will I be in five years? And I could openly turn around to you and be like, I will probably be a millionaire, Joe. And I have no sweat telling you that. Like, it's just a case of it. That's the vision you need to have. You need to be able to turn around long term and go, that's where I'm going to go. And that's the way it's going to be. It's a case of there's no if or when. Now, I don't have to be that, but it has to be successful. And for me, I need a certain level of income. It doesn't need to be a millionaire. It just needs to be a case of like, that's roughly where it needs to be. Like, for example, like, if I'm investing in property now, I'm investing in stocks and shares of a business, I'm also looking at fucking the X, Y, and Z down the line. It's just going to happen naturally, but that's not my goal. My goal isn't to be that. Whereas that's the first thing people will assume that's yeah. good. They'll go, they'll go finance. My, my being successful for me is working three to four days a week, taking three to three to the three, I was going to say three to four days off, but you know what I mean? Like in case of three or four on three or four off yeah. 
and being able to actually have a life yeah like that that is what it's about and make decent money where you're turning around and going right this is on this is on the golden and i see long term my coaching one-to-one becoming like a very very exclusive service like a very much like the people on are getting the best results in the country and it just becoming that sort of I'd probably go down the road of like coaching coaches and stuff as well. Do you know, yeah. like that's slowly, that's slowly coming into the network as well. And it's that case of like, it's like whenever we had Paul Hughes on there, like whenever he turned around and he goes, I'm going to be UFC. It's a case of like, I know that I'm going to rise the, like the, and it's not a case of, I know everything, but I know rightly, I know a good wee touch about coaching and I have no problem turning around and saying like to anybody that turned around to me, like I had some other coach said to me the other week, who do you think you are? And I just goes, show me any of your results and tell me they're better than me my results speak volumes yeah. and that's that's all i say i just go like let my let my work do my talking for me and if it, as long as i keep banging out these sort of results i'm gonna get clients i'm gonna be slowly building the business and i think long term it's about building a following and then i'm gonna be wanting to educate people long term so like i'll slowly transition probably down the line into more courses into more education into more teaching teach like teaching coaches and go down that route long term and people automatically assume that like whenever you go down that route you're an arsehole and you think you know everything you don't but a case of if i've been in the industry that by that stage say 10 years i'd like to think i know a wee bit more than somebody coming in six months wanting to learn earn a living out of it because i'm the perfect example of somebody who's made the leap so i think long term i don't like the idea of turning around and going like oh i'm gonna earn a million pound by the time i'm 30 i think that's probably been a wee bit fucking arrogant i like the idea of turning around and being like I'm going to be successful in my own words. And that yeah. depends on the person. It's like when me and you went into like the definitions of success before my definition is as much as people say, like being happy, it's being able to train. It's being able to travel wherever I want. It's yeah. being able to, to, to educate people. And that's really and empower people. And that's really all I need. If I was to earn 30 grand a year, 300 grand a year or 3 million, it doesn't really matter as long as I'm enough for bread on the table, what yeah. I want to do, then I'm, I'm happy out. But the thing is for anybody that, like doubts where I'll be in a couple of years. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. And it's the same as the investment stuff. Like if I invested that amount of money in the first three, two, two or three months of the year, I'm not doing that. So I can sit in my bedroom and fucking wank. Right. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. So I can build a fucking bigger, bigger machine. That's going to support me, my family and all my values long term. It's not a case of that. And a lot of people will see that and be like, Oh, uh, he's just talking shite in a podcast. But like it, watch in five years that's the first thing i'd say and i have no sweat saying like look at me where i'll be and it, you need i think for anybody listening if you can't say that about yourself and you can't back yourself you need to look at what belief is holding you back like what story are you selling yourself yeah like and i think that's a big thing like if, if you turn around to me and you're mickey you go to me i'm gonna be fucking djing here next year i'd fucking believe it because i know you're a man of your word and people will listen to me and just go there's two types of people that'll be listening people will go he's a fucking lunatic and the other people will be like he probably do that and both of them will see in five years I'll be exactly where I'll say I'll be roughly like you don't pinpoint but yeah I know I know I went down a bit of a rabbit hole there but it's it's no, that sort of case no you you hit the nail on the head you didn't even go into plumbing which was what you were upset about um but yeah I think that is actually you know all bullshit aside and all the you know me taking the piss aside I don't you know I'm I'm a critical fucker like I critique everything like and i will have the most critical eye your transformations are bang for your buck up there no actually not even up there they're better than anybody in this area anyway and it is in ireland not as in fucking you know, the 100%. Board, not as in the, board, like, to the moon. um and 
it's not starving down. It's not fucking water loading. It's none of the old cheap fucking, you know, the cheap tricks. You know, we're, we're going to drain people like fuck. We're going to water load. We're going to shade fucking, we're going to shade a bit of fake tan, a bit of abs on. These are literally, I can say this because I'm one too. These are literally culture standing in their boxers in their fucking living room with their ma taking a picture of them. No, there's no lighting tricks. You're lucky that there's even a fucking flash on the camera. It is as raw as you like. There's no cheating. There's no... There's no dramatics. Whereas, you see, you know, some people have to do the whole, you know, fucking, let's get them in the studio, tan them up like fuck, professional lighting, professional pictures. That's, that's, you know, you can, and you can manipulate shit like that because they're edited then slightly. Yours is literally fucking iPhone camera. Some boy sitting in the Shugo bosses in front of the front window because there's a wee bit of extra light. Send the picture. That's it. And, I... and that's what I like about yours. Whereas, like, if I see one that's done professionally, straight away I'm zooming in. I'm zooming in. I'm looking. I'm going right. That doesn't make sense. There's that's a wee indent there. He's dragged that in slightly. Well, yeah. like I'm going to give you a prime example. Like I went down to a photo shoot there last week with uh, my missus is doing one, so we shredded her up and we done a photo shoot. And I think that's my very first client in five years to do one or something or four or no, sorry, Dara done one too. But yeah, do you know what we were when we were taking the photos? Uh, and this isn't like a, this is a really good thing, but like people don't realize this. And yes, Photoshop's a very real thing, but we were taking photos and we were getting shots and see throughout it, he would turn around and go like, don't worry about that shot. Uh, I'll take your head from the last shot and put it in that body and your toes are cut out. So I'll put your toes from a different shot in that. And you're going, holy sweet mother fuck. Oh, wow. This is what, this is why. And the thing is, now, fair enough, he can't fucking make you three stone lighter. He oh. can make you 10% better, which makes the difference. But the thing is, if they can do that, and then people are comparing themselves long-term. And as you said, I think it's it's the raw. It's the fact of, like, whenever you look at my transformation photos, it's usually my ma fucking taking the picture in my bedroom and where I stand there and tense my fucking boxers. So the thing is, it's real, Joe. Well, we know that yours are real because, like I've said many of the time, I'm still waiting for a response. Legs. I fucking hate you. Is, is leg day a thing anymore? That's me. I think that'll be the closing question. Hit us up on Instagram. Is leg day a thing anymore? Because clearly Tony Magalivi, um, well, he's either his shoulders have either got massive in lockdown, or and his waist got skinny, or his legs are disappeared. So cheers, guys, for tuning in. I'm not even going to give him a chance to retort that. Uh, cheers for tuning in, guys. As always, give us a share on on your Instagram stories or on your Facebook. Give us a on iTunes. Give us a review. Um, it's class. All the support we're getting, we're getting hit up all the time with ideas of people getting on. We've got a couple of more cool guests coming up, and yeah, some more topics and ideas. We're back down to once a week because twice a week it's just too hard for us to be sharing stuff out on on our own platforms. Um, because we're busy with our own stuff and it's just it's harder. So we're back down to once a week every Monday morning, six a.m. Um, so yeah guys cheers and we'll chat to you soon bye bye